So, I keep hearing that's a good team. In fact, I've even said it myself, but is it really or is it one sandwich short? Are we really going to see a team field a rider for one meeting, in fact, one heat, and then fill that rider's place with guests for the rest of the season? Certainly looks like it. And also, with 16 days to the World Cup, apropos of nothing, the venue gets changed. 16 days to go. Good luck if you have already booked flights and hotels. Only in Speedway. Well, uh, good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? All good. All, All good. All, All of good us. so far. Well, yeah. Two of us are, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, less said about that the best, I think. Uh, for okay. People might be eating their dinner. Mm. Um, yeah, so I only just found out about this because Matt's just informed me they've changed the venue for the World Cup. They have indeed. The four-day event to crown the 2022 World Team Champions will still be raced from July the 27th to the 30th, but will now take place in Voyens. The change was necessary after the EMS, after the uh, EMS event, ASP Chief Executive Officer Lars Gildagadaya stepped down from his position due to ill health, and the board of directors from that company was unable to continue to run the event. We wish him all the best for a speedy recovery. We thank our partners at Voy and Speedway Centre for being willing to step up and host the event at such short notice, and look forward to working with them to make the first SON of the new era a great success. Boyne Speedway Centre is located just 71 kilometres away from Ellsberg's Grandy Speedway Arena and it is hoped that this will cause as little disruption as possible to both teams and supporters' travel plans. So they've got to find an extra, it's about 50 miles, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, 71 kilometres, yeah, it's about 50 miles, isn't it? So That's it's a bit short. Obviously the reasons are obviously not, you know... The reasons are the reasons, but... Yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's, not, it's, well, not, it's certainly not ideal, not I ideal. don't think, if you've you... Could you see that happening in any other sports? Well, possibly not. So. Uh, for for a, a World Cup, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, yeah. Answers on a postcard. Only in Speedway. Only in Speedway. Um, of course, they will announce the squads for that later this week, so that'll be something that we can look on on. Uh, Absolutely. On the show. They've also announced the squads for the British final. They have indeed, which yeah. we'll have a look at in a minute. But before we do that. Um, Chris, how can people participate? Okay, so we're, we're all over Facebook. Um, just search for uh, UK Speedway Tavern. We're also live every Tuesday, 8pm, I forgot then, uh, on YouTube. Uh, so we're also live on there. Again, search for UK Speedway Tavern. And also you can catch this, uh, this show as a podcast from uh, right about midday, tomorrow afternoon so mid midday from wednesday you can find us on apple spotify youtube uh google and a load more and platforms. alexa as well i believe alexa as well yeah, yeah. If have, you have you checked that out yet? alexa it, no, no. <laughs> it probably won't work now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll try it tomorrow yeah. <laughs> um yeah um and also you know just join in guys uh put yourselves on the chat on the shout box there the chat box on any of the other platforms that you're on and we'll pick it up one way or other mm-hmm. and uh, you can become part of the show talking of which poor webby again last week mm. distraught wasn't you 
Derry, yeah. You've got, you've got this telephone number. You want people to <laughs> ring in. Oh, yeah. If you really, really want to, you can call in. Yeah, on 0777-911-70082. Although, in a few weeks' time, we're going to have a dedicated WhatsApp line, so you can just WhatsApp, and it's a lot easier. Okay. okay. That would be cool. And I bet you st- still nobody will ring in. No. <laughs> no, probably no. not, no. No, scared. Nobody's as idiotic as a opinions <laughs> live on air. That's the that's right. Yeah. That's the short and tall of it. Um, so we've both been to a speedway match uh, that's over the past week or so. Yeah, only the one though, of course. Yes. Um, yeah. Okay. Should we talk about that? Well, you, t- you talk about it. I, I don't want to talk. You're about just going to go along the cord, right? Yeah, it? I'm going to go and cry. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> um, as well as Glasgow, listen, you can't take anything away from Glasgow. That they they think, really did yeah. hit Birmingham right from the from the start of the season. Good team, they were, they? yeah. They've had a good run of form, especially away from home recently. But I thought it was a really poor performance from, from Birmingham. Um, I think James Shones rode well. Um, he battled hard all the way through the meeting, seven and four. Ashley Morris was was you know promised his first couple of races. Um, Two and one from his three rides that he did manage to complete, but really, I think Birmingham were hit hard by the um, Klaus Wissing situation. The absence of Klaus Wissing, obviously, now got a twenty-eight day ban for technically withholding his services. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm rather dubious that you'll see him in Birmingham colours again this season. I don't think honest. we will. I don't yeah. think we will. Yeah. Stefan Nielsen didn't have a great night. Scored f- five and one. He hasn't. He's certainly not his best performance at no. Perry Bar. But I mean, to give him his due, he's in a, we always say that number two position is difficult, yeah. and then against a team like Glasgow, Glasgow it's doubly difficult, yeah. isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. But the, the big star of the night, really, for Glasgow, I think, was Daniel Hume. Obviously, he knows the track well. But yeah. he, I mean, he wrote. He, I've seen. I'd seen him at um, at Mamba the previous Monday, and Mamba was probably not Daniel's sort of track to be fair, mm-hmm. is it? But um, he rode pretty well in that meeting. But he was he was superb on. Uh, he showed his knowledge well, of the track, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. What, what was nice as well as was there was a lot after the meeting. Obviously, I was hanging around afterwards, and mm-hmm. there was a lot of Birmingham fans that were going up to him and, and shaking his hand yes. and saying, "Well done," which we thought was nice. I mean, yeah, yeah we've we've both yeah, met Daniel before. He's a, He's a nice smashing guy. lad, yeah. smashing lad, and really, really exciting rider to watch and. He's, he's made some real progress this season. He's, mm. having a, he's having a very good year, of course. He's he's been rewarded with a the reserve spot in the in the British final, of course. So. Obviously, okay. the, the only way he'll ride that meeting, of course, is if anybody gets injured, which of course we don't. We don't want that, that happens, to happen. But uh, hopefully, in a couple of years' time, maybe he'll be uh, he'll be getting a chance. He's to... certainly shown the form for it at the moment. Mm. Yeah, um, he was Glasgow's star, I think, um, and thoroughly deserved his Heat Fifteen place. Obviously, yeah. But I mean, for me, Birmingham's gassing was absolutely atrocious. It was bad. Really, it was really bad. poor. It was really bad. I mean, there's no getting away from it. Yeah. I mean, James Shane's Gating's always poor anyway, so yep. he, you know, and he battled hard for those points as he always yeah. does. I mean, the, it was the rat track was raceable. I mean, there was a couple of good races in the meeting, but there was a few good really races. Really, Birmingham yeah. would just leave themselves far too much to do at the starts. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that. I think we, I think you know, I think our two sides should race against each other and just find out which team's got the worst gate. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'd win. <laughs> I think we'd win. So yeah, so. Um, that's it. Wolverhampton haven't done anything. Yep, we had a meeting last night at yep. Peterborough, of course, and won. Fingers crossed it's not our 
last trip to Peterborough. Of course, it's the last scheduled trip this season unless Peterborough mm-hmm. get in the playoffs. But That's I think that likely. I think that win last night has really put uh, well that defeat I should say for Peterborough last night's probably put pay to it. In fairness, mm-hmm. I mean they were eight points up after five races. They made a really good start to the meetings, and you know we we hit them back with a uh, two five ones in, in seven and eight, and, and another one again in heat. Needs ten and eleven, and just completely knocked the stuffing out of the Panthers. Um, obviously, a superb performance again by Chris Harris, eighteen and one from his uh, from his rides. Um, really, not not a fantastic amount of support though. Benjamin Basso scored fourteen points from seven rides. Um, Hans Hansen one from two. Hans Hansen's you know. Peter, a legend, but you just wonder whether maybe this is a season too far for Hans. Certainly in the in the top league, he's, mm-hmm. he's really really struggled throughout the season. But a good solid performance from from Wolves. Sam Masters five and one. It's not Sam's favourite track, and he didn't have a particularly good start last night. But got uh, uh, a paid win and a second in his last two rides. Steve Worrell seven and one. Luke Becker ten. Ryan Douglas eleven and three. Nick Morris six and two. Drew Kemp five and one. Leon Flint four and one. So. After a poor start to the meeting, it was a really good one to perform from the Wolves team to to turn it round last night. And uh, just as I say, fingers crossed that uh, that's not the last time Wolves visit Peterborough, even though it's not been Wolves' favourite track over the mm-hmm. years. Talking about Luke Becker, I keep getting so many people coming up to me during match nights saying we should sign Luke Becker at Birmingham. I mean, that's obviously if he wants to be signed. <laughs> that's yeah. the first thing. And he would turn our season around. He'd be a good number one in that mm. league. It's whether he... The, the, what I've been told is that there has been some talk about him getting a, a team in the Championship, but mm. that he's been advised not to do a Championship speedway. I don't know whether that's true. That's just from, from hearsay. It seems that... I mean, he, ought to, he might as well, because there wouldn't be that many meetings left to go anyway, would there? No, so. that's right. I mean, he didn't have a great start to this season, but he's, he's certainly mm. he's forming the last... Two or three matches for Wolves has been excellent. Oh, I'd love to see him riding for Birmingham. It would be put. We need something to put bums on seats. It's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon Corbett are. says, "Is it the Summer Trophy or the Jubilee Trophy?" It is the Jubilee Trophy. I don't know why. Yeah, it's got it on the base on the uh, on the BSBL website as the Summer Trophy, but unless they've decided to change the name at the last. According minute, to so. um, the Brummy site, it's now the Jubilee, Jubilee Trophy. trophy. Yeah, okay. Uh, Jeff Daniel says, fortunately, it's the same airport for Vogens as for Esberg. Hotels are going to be awkward, believe no tickets uh, refunds. Mm-hmm. Yep, and Birmingham's losing 32 22 uh, at yep. Plymouth tonight as we speak. Uh, uh, evening tabernacle from a wet Ipswich. Oh, okay. Right. Well, it rained here a bit earlier, didn't it? Yeah, well, it did. Yeah. Well, you could yeah. call it rain. Yeah. Morris and Pearson need replacing. Now says uh, Anthony Bailey. Messy um, weather's maybe. I disagree. I certainly disagree on Ashley Morris. I think he's been one of the few pluses for us this year. Yeah. He's showing signs of getting. Yeah, he's, he's, he can be a little bit inconsistent. Yeah. Can't and it's a good, it's a good geyser as well. Yes, <laughs> he wasn't last week. No, <laughs> nobody was. Turn. Nobody was. Um, and the Pearson thing. I think we just have to suck that one up. I think that's for next year, isn't it? I think so, yeah. M- mm. Maybe not even for next year, I think. Mm. Possibly even the year after. But, uh, yeah, well, we shall see. Uh, having attended Aces Lynn last night, the Aces' recent home form is quality. All seven riders are achieving above their average. 
Playoffs are won by gaining home advantage, something the Aces have failed in past years. This season they all seem to have found the form, hopefully. I think I think we would both agree with that. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I've got to say, I mean, 59-31 last night, but it was a really good meeting. Mm. Um, Kingsley obviously struggling now without um, Niels Everson. Yeah. Of course, they've, got, they've just got no strength at the... At the top end, where they need it, yeah. yeah, and it's after a really good start to the season as well. It just looks like it's petering out into a, a season of nothing really for Kingsley. Um, I think, I mean, as I say, I think the top four now is pretty much decided. I think Peterborough's defeat last night has sort of, of put, put the kibosh on on them making a, a late charge. You never know, but I think they're going to have to uh, pull really pull some strings out now to, to get themselves into that top four. Uh, top four oh, well, seems to be, be sealed now. Looks like it's going to be a, a, a five non in heat ten because we've had Morris and Castagna. Oh, <laughs> excluded. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, there's not many people in in Birmingham that can wait now for the end of the season. Really. Yes. It's you know I mean I I, I we've seen some good meetings to be fair. We have uh, seen good racing, uh, and but... so. Um, hopefully that will continue for the rest of the season but uh, if we don't I think we need to get something from Plymouth tonight mm-hmm. to get anything out of the Jubilee Trophy try and get so. a point at least mm. it's going to be hard though I think right, uh, top four seem to be sealed now behind. Peterborough really had to win la- last night I felt Peterborough need to get some away wins now to try and rescue it I feel they have had away wins haven't they yeah they have so um, but uh, I think they're just going to pay the price for such a poor start to the season. Jeff Daniel says, despite reports the crowd was low last night, I disagree. It was at least 1,200. The NSS is a big stadium and deceiving to look at. Grandstand seats 1,200 and back straight 1,800. And last night, Bellevue gave away free tickets to community group last night. Yeah, there was a lot of kids there, which is really encouraging to so. say. You want us to get some more and Spuddy says, that. "Even chaps, just a quick one as watching the Brom meeting. So obviously, there's a live stream to that. Yep. Um, shocking decision in Heat Ten with referee excluding Paco for very little contact on Botel. Shocking refing that. Okay, well, we'll see that. I'm sure at some point. I'm sure we will. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure we will. Right, shall we have a look at the British final? We will indeed. It's on August the first, of course. Are we already going to predict it, Dan Bewley, before we even see the? Well, let me <laughs> just give, let me give you the line at first before, okay. we, before we start jumping the gun. So, not in riding order at the moment. Dan Bewley, Adam Ellis, the defending champion, Chris Harris, Danny King, Richard Lawson, Steve Worrell, Craig Cook, Carl Howarth, Charles Wright, Richie Worrell. Lewis Kerr, Scott Nichols, Paul Stark, Ben Barker, Leon Flint and Tom Brennan with the reserves Dunyan Hume and Connor Mountain. Yeah, okay, so Dan Bewley's going to win that one then. Um, <laughs> he's going to be the favourite, isn't he? He's got to be, yeah, I mean, he obviously he knows the track. I mean, obviously he's not riding there this year, but he, he knows the blows like the back of his hand. But Adam Ellis is going to want to prove that last season wasn't uh, you know, a flash in the pan. He'll want to hang on to that. Yeah, um, and you wouldn't. Actually, to be to be fair, he's, he's on fairly decent form, but mm. I just think Dan Bewley's gone on a. There's one ride in that field that I, that I will be looking forward to seeing. Even, even, he may not win it, but I think he can certainly do some damage to somebody who will be trying to win it, and that's Tom Brennan. Mm-hmm. Knows the track well, having a very good season. Um, Got a lot of time for him. Yeah, first uh, the uh, 
first of the I think he's the first of the rising stars to get himself into the top five of the averages of a team. Um, you know, I've been featured when it's at Bellevue, and they're the strongest team in the league. So you, you, it would be. It's easy to say Dan Buell's the favourite, and, he, and you know, there's no doubt that he will be. But I don't think it's a cast iron certainty that he's going to get it all his own way. Um, yeah. Obviously, if, if the track's wet, Danny King's going to fancy his chances because, of course, he won the British final. When when is it? It's on August the first. Okay. It's on a Monday night, which again is. Apparently, you have to be in Ipswich for things to be wet, but I don't yeah. know what's going on in Ipswich. Just real, yeah. Just again, it's uh, you know probably the the biggest meeting of the season on the British calendar, and it's on a Monday night. Mm. Just doesn't make any sense to me. Should be a weekend meeting, but yeah. I mean, I I would love to go to, but it's yeah. not on a Monday night. Not it's on a Monday night too. It's and and also having experienced British finals before. It never runs smoothly. There's always that, there's always first turn incidents and the like because it, I mean, it, well, it was means a, a lot to it, the riders. It was riders. a for years and I stopped going in the end because I mean you were getting to the point where it was half past eleven and you're still waiting for the meeting to finish. Yeah, so, yeah. I love my spur, but not not to the point where I want to be watching it at nearly midnight. And if you've got to make your way back from Manchester to yeah. wherever, uh, but oh, I mean I hope it gets a big crowd. I haven't said all that, but. Uh, are they streaming it? Do we know? It'll be on Eurosport, I would have thought. Okay. So. But I mean, the British final, I think, in the last few years has sort of regained a lot of its sparkle, hasn't it? Because it's, it's suddenly become a you know a, a prestigious meeting again. Mm. Um, and obviously, I think I think the 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 uh, having the the winner of it or the high scoring non JP rider getting the wild card at Cardiff is a real incentive because mm-hmm. you know it gives absolutely um, you know the last British Grand Prix of course 2019 Charles Wright of course got the chance to to race at Cardiff which with all due respect to Charles Wright he probably wouldn't have got anyway no absolutely um, yeah talking of the the uh, British GP that's the uh, next GP yes on the 13th I'm of still August. hoping it's on my birthday I'm still got my fingers crossed that I've got a ticket <laughs> we shall see um yeah, so Ty Woffington, let's let's talk about him a little bit. First of all, the fact that he's again not in the British final. Yep. That's not surprising. But not surprising, but can you think of any other sport where that would happen? Mm, I mean, I've, I've, said, I've, I've said this a few times. I've, I've got, I don't really have an issue with him not riding in the league, but I do think he should race in the British Championship. Mm-hmm. I mean, his reasoning before was to give other top British riders a chance, but you know, you've got quite a few of them now. I mean, if he was in his would he be the favourite on current form? Possibly not. Possibly not. I'd probably be second favourite. Yeah. Think. Maybe if, if Robert but Lambert was in, he'd probably be third favourite. Yeah. Well, there is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, yeah I mean that it, it's. Yeah, I think the least said about that. It's disappointing from a fan's point of view. Yeah. Um, but he's never won the British GP. Yeah. He's not going to be world champion this year. He's always wanted to win the British GP. Could he put in a big effort? Do you think? Yeah, it's, it's the it's the one thing that I think that's missing from mm-hmm. his uh, from his cabins at the moment, isn't it? A, a mm-hmm. win in his in his home GP. Um, the last British GP, of course, was twenty nineteen, when of course he had a poor season, and, and I remember going into that meeting thinking he'd be, he'd be really up for it, and he never got going. No. and he was he, he was really low after the meeting as well. Um, I think. The pressure on him at the British GP is so big. Yeah. But perhaps this year not as big because you've also got Robert Lambert there. You've also mm. got Dan Bewley, who both you 
arguably doing better than him, got better form than him at the moment. Yeah, he's, he's, he's probably not going to be the most fancy of the three British riders, mm. is he? So, you know, maybe that's he can come in under the radar a little yeah. bit. And maybe I mean, Dan Beard, obviously, he's never ridden there, so Robert Lambert's ridden there once as a wild card, mm-hmm. maybe even twice. Um, so there's going to be a... You know, it's not like when, when Bomber won it in 2007 because there was no pressure on him at all. To, no. You know, he was obviously new in the GPs then and he was he was really the spoiler in the final and he, he won and truly sport the final. Didn't but, uh, he? was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that is still, for me, one of the best speedway moments I've seen. Um, it was. And, it was and exciting. For, I, mean, I was lucky enough to, to, to have been there. It was right. such a phenomenal... The, the moment when he, when he crossed the line in front, it was, you know, it was, it was pandemonium in yeah. the place. It really was a... You know, it was a one of those moments that you'll will live with you for the rest of your life if you experienced it. I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so should we get through a few of these uh, comments? Yeah. Uh, uh, Nichols Anderson, a season too far, missing Palm Toft, always injured. Love to see Harris win. Uh, Nicola Goldman says, "Evening, all. Can I say a big thank you to all at Kent Royals for allowing me to commentate live on my radio station, and to all who tuned in. Okie dokie. Give us a um, a link to your radio station, and we'll we'll share that. Susan Jordan, just hope the Brummies will continue 2023. The consortium have worked so hard yeah. this year. Yeah, they've put a lot of work in. They have put a lot of work in. A lot of volunteers have put a lot of work in as well. They're down there now, uh, putting the, in this heat." God bless them, putting yeah. the covers on the um, uh, on the Greyhound track. Um, I, oh, I wouldn't like to do it in this heat. <laughs> uh, I believe Sheffield Council contacted about their supposed curfew and the council couldn't find anything about a curfew. Apparently, the dogs finished just after 22.30 the other night, so lighter than the speedway. We know bikes are louder than dogs, but it does seem a bit suspicious. Hoping that result doesn't have too much of a bearing at the end of the season's standings. It might well do. Mm. You know, it, it was, uh, I think it was eight points that Sheffield won by in the end. Yeah. Which would have, which supposed to be Doyle and King in the last couple of two of the last three races. They would have certainly fancied the chances of getting a point out of that Ipswich. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So who knows? But yeah, it did. It did seem a little bit. I mean, you know, you, you're going to get the conspiracy of thinking, well, did Sheffield? do that to make sure the, the uh, Ipswich didn't get a point but not able to prove it or not able to mm-hmm. deny it it's, I suppose it's one of those things that uh, Speedo fans love to uh, to pick isn't it really <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom would have won a heat 15 last night only for a puncture on last lap got pipped on the line sadly he would have been the first RS to win heat 15 I'm looking forward to seeing um, Josh Pickering again tomorrow oh yes Always really good value oh, for him. He was great last time. Yeah, he's yeah. turning into one of my favourite riders mm. at the moment. He's really he's exciting to watch him. He he's was fine. superb at Perry Bar last time, wasn't he? He was. He was. Yeah, I am really looking good. Good guest. Yeah. Uh, Morley just fell off on it. This is uh, Birmingham versus Plymouth, of course. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Plymouth versus Birmingham, I should say. Morley just fell off on his own. Surprised the ref didn't exclude Steph or Yuli for that one. Uh, and the British final is definitely on Eurosport. Yep. Uh, I like the three tacky subs in the test match. Going back to it in our leagues would equalise the teams because of top heavy teams. Yeah, I wanted to touch on the uh, on the test match last week. Of course, mm. rest of the world won it by eight. Um, did, was anybody who went to Glasgow? Because the consensus I've seen is that the racing was very good, but the track was very very dusty, which right. I suppose is understandable given the uh, the weather at the moment. weather conditions. 
Um, I mean, you know, I, I, I do lament the the loss of the regular test matches, and it's good that we start to see a few of them come back into the calendar now. It'd be yeah, it is great. I'd love to. I'd love to go to one. Yeah, um, Glasgow's just too far, unfortunately. Um, Brian Buck seems to be numerous lengthy delays at Plymouth tonight. Is there a problem with the track? Only that I keep falling off from what I can see. Um, some tracks have their own voluntary curfew in deference to local residents, although this voluntary curfew can come in useful occasionally. Yeah, there's a voluntary curfew at Wolves as well. Mm. So it's about half past ten, I think. So and obviously, some clubs have, it's a compulsory curfew, unfortunately, in Birmingham, obviously, being one of them. Uh, Dylan Spuddy Hodgett says it's crazy to think Pico wasn't even in the Premier until uh, last season. Now he's one of the best riders in the league. Would love to see him at Wolf sometime. I certainly would as well. Mm. I'd love given, to see him at Birmingham. Given the uh, given the influx of Aussie riders that Wolves have signed over the last few years, it's, uh, he certainly can't mm. rule it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's, uh, as I say, he's, he was uh, he really was superb last night. Mm-hmm. Really exciting to watch. Uh, Jeff Daniels agree with you. Pickering was good value last night and always 100% trier in the bomber mould. He certainly is. I think he's. I think uh, he's keeps up his this sort of progress. He's one f- for a future GP, isn't he? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that would be nice to see somebody like that riding, get some excitement. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's always there's always a rider in the, in the league that. Is is racing against your team, but you're always thinking, "Oh, he's a rider I want to go and watch." Mm. And he's he's rapidly turning into that at the moment. He's, he's for a lot of people. He's arguably yeah. the most exciting rider in in the top league at the moment. Um, there was another rider last week that people are thinking uh, uh, the, the same sort of things have been said about him, and I forgot his name now. Is it Basso? Benjamin Basso. Yeah. Basso. Yeah. I I thought he was a little bit like an accident waiting to happen. <laughs> to be honest, but it certainly was exciting. Oh yeah. Um, Positive signs from Drew and Leon last night. Still feels like one point dropped, though, with only taking three. But I guess we can't be greedy. Yeah, Leon Flint always does well at Peter, but though it's his sort of track. Yeah, big, you know, open, wide. Yeah. And uh, Drew, was he, be- he better as well? Oh, he's, he's getting the programme out. Yeah, right? six points from his uh, from his five rides. That's not he's had bad. a bit of a tough time in the last few matches, mm. Drew Kemp, but it's, it's still difficult to look at that Wolves team and think that the the reserve strength might be lacking yeah. against the yeah. when it comes to the uh, it comes to the players at the end of the season. You never know what's going to happen, though, do you? Speedway, it's a funny old game, as somebody once said. It's a, funny old, game. It's oh, a yeah. funny old game. Um, yeah, and I think we've caught okay. up with we've our caught up, we've caught yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um, well, let's have a a look at the scores at uh, Birmingham uh, Plymouth at the okay. moment. It is. I've got it as... 40-25. Uh, 40-25. Okay, you're, you're on a little bit further than me. Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> what did I predict for this one? <laughs> I don't well, want to know. Well, I will look short. Oh, yeah, I don't well, want to okay. know. This is why I'm up there and you're down there. <laughs> you got to do it with your head, um, not your heart. Can you just spin on it? Okay. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay so, yeah, uh, anybody <clears throat> else want to uh, put your comments up? I think we've got, have we got anything on the uh, other? You're going to have a look at those as well. Yeah. Uh, I get the feeling you're... Wolves are regretting going so top-heavy now, though. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Do agree with that. 
And it's, uh, Jeff's saying this season it's top fourth against and third, second and third. It's top against fourth and second against third. third yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, usually, that's usually how it works out, isn't it? Oh. Well, no, normally it's that, that normally they get to pick. choose. Yeah. yeah, but obviously not this season. Mm. So, so uh, I mean, I think uh, unfortunately, if you're fourth, and it means you the way things are going, you're going to be facing Bellevue. So mm. it's, it's going to be. Uh, Going to be a tall order. That second and third beating has got. Shall we have a look yeah. at the tables, actually? Yeah, we're well, we're pretty much over the halfway stage of the season now, mm. aren't we? So we'll have mm. a look at the. Uh... No, we're talking about we're talking about the league. I know. That's yeah. Yeah. Like, I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to plug the yeah. fact that you're. Um, yes, right yeah. down. and that you've just overtaken uh, yeah. Matt. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we are we are planning on murdering you, by the way. I don't know if I've, I I haven't got the tables up. So, well. Sorry. Come on. League tables. We were looking at them a few minutes ago. Was I? Yeah. This, is, this isn't prepared, by the way, folks. <laughs> you were under the Are impression you? that we uh, spend hours preparing the show. Did You're sadly you? mistaken. Uh, I don't know if yeah. Got that one up. So any second now, this will come up. And it's, where is it? Well, obviously the top table won't take too long to review, but there's only no, six teams six in it. So. Yeah, I mean, but we will have a look at the uh, at the other two tables as well. That's the Premiership one. That's the one. That's the one. Yeah, okay, yeah. so we've got Bellevue at the top. Uh, I mean, the, the first three teams have uh, all done eleven matches, so it's a fairly representative. Um, so you've got Bellevue at twenty-three, Ipswich at uh, twenty-two, Wolverhampton with twenty-one points, and then Sheffield have only done nine matches at twenty points. So you would have to say, then you got Peterborough eleven matches on ten points, and Kings Lynn nine matches on nine points. You have yeah. to say that those two are out of it. Yeah, do the top four is pretty much decided. I think yeah. now, isn't it? So? Uh, Sheffield possibly favourites to get third place, maybe. They've possibly. Got, they've, they've, they've got, they've, they have two matches in hand and they're only one point behind. They yeah. have, but to be fair to Sheffield, they've maybe gone off the ball a little bit. You oh, know, gosh, you think at the beginning of the season, we were we were waxing lyrical about them, weren't we? Yeah. yeah. You can't, and you certainly can't rule literature out because they've, if they can stay in meetings with their top end, mm-hmm. they've got every chance of, uh, of nicking the point somewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, they're not that far behind Bellevue. Yeah, just I wouldn't one want point. to be, I wouldn't bear more. We've lost Richfield twice at home this season. I wouldn't want to be facing them, to be honest, no other. But uh, yes, well, yeah, that, that's, that's you, you're going to be stuck between a rock and a hard place. So they're going to be Bellevue or Ipswich, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, which would your be your preference? What? I would imagine, from a point of view of a big crowd, Bellevue would be a preference for your promoters. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean, the Wolves Bellevue, the Wolves Bellevue mm. matches have become quite intense over mm-hmm. the last. Four or five seasons, mm-hmm. um, and you know Bellevue usually do bring a, a massive crowd down up from down from Manchester to yeah, to Walls, yeah. which take quite a few up there. So that that would be that would be ideal in terms of getting a big crowd. Um, I think Sheffield. I mean Sheffield obviously bought quite a lot to Mumbai when when they've been to to Walls this season as well, and Walls yeah. took quite a few up there. Certainly when I went up there, there was a, quite a lot of Walls fans went up. So, but that's not likely to be. Um, a first round match is it? Well, that's a possibility, I suppose. It, obviously, we're all. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, it's, 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 it's possible. Wolves may well finish fourth. You know, Sheffield, Sheffield, and Ipswich play off for the, the second and third team. Wolves have to take on Bellevue, but mm-hmm. you know, we have we have had a good record against Bellevue in the playoffs over the years. But uh, you know, whether we can uh, whether we can keep that going, you, you never know. You never know. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, Bellevue haven't. Uh, 
haven't done quite as well at Wolves in the matches they've had. No, this I mean, and so. they didn't have. They had a really bad start to the season, didn't they? Yeah. Really. Um, well, we did. Well, we did. Got, when we still went find there, themselves top. When we went there, there for the league match, I think we only lost by twelve points, mm-hmm. and we rode really well from from what people who were there were told. We were Bellevue, just in the end, just had a bit too much strength in the top end. You'd probably take that. Twelve point deficit from mm-hmm. Belt, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think you probably take that. Okay, Premiership table, Championship um, table, then. Championship. I beg your pardon. So you've got so the top. I mean, it's the top six that make it in in the Premiership, of course, and you've got sixteen matches, fourteen matches, fifteen and thirteen, and so, so they're all that round that sort of uh, area. But that's what I, that's what I love to see when when it's fairly even the matches mm. as well. You haven't got. Some teams with ten matches and some yeah, with two yes, because it just looks yeah. silly. So, but you got Leicester are running away with it, aren't they? For the top spot. Yeah, I think um, Glasgow obviously want the second spot, don't mm-hmm. they? I think that's they've got two matches in hand. To be fair, so they yeah. could um, they could take the title. I mean, I, I've got to say, out of the teams that I've seen down at Birmingham this year, I've, I would pick Glasgow as being the strongest team. Yeah. I, I, I think they're, they're really, really... Sh- I don't think there's a weak link in there at all. Yeah, I mean, Perm- I mean, you think back to when Paul were at, were at Perry Bar, I mean, Birmingham pushed them in the first half mm-hmm. of the meeting. It was only in the second half when, when Paul began to pull away. Yeah, but when, when our lack of top-end power yeah. starts to Got to be honest, though, Paul's recent form has not been great, has no, it? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. That, yeah. They've been a bit... Yes, I think the one I think the match they have won was against Berwick, and they didn't win that convincingly. I think no. they only won it by six by. Uh, that, was that a draw? It might have been a draw actually. I know they got a draw at uh, at Berwick, mm-hmm. which they were, which by all accounts was rather a fortuitous draw as well. Yeah, it's forty nine forty one. They they beat uh, Berwick by at home, so it's not. I mean, you would have had that down as quite a comfortable win. Mm. I suppose eight points is comfortable, but it's maybe not quite as. Uh, Right forward. So, look, go, going down to nine and ten, just for a second, you got Birmingham's out of the wooden spoon position at the moment. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we're we're inheriting the wooden spoon position from Newcastle or yep. Ber- Berwick is at the moment. Berwick, obviously, they've got uh, a few matches in hand over us, uh, but it does make next week's, this week's match against Berwick. Mm. Berwick have got very, one, very yeah, Berwick have got one home match in the league left. That's against. Um, it's not this week. We're against Plymouth this week, but we have got. Plymouth, yeah. yeah, maybe they've got. Plymouth, they've still got a Plymouth to come to. Uh, to come to Sheffield Park, mm-hmm. and they've got to go to Birmingham. They've got to go to Leicester. They've got to go to Oxford, and they've got to go to Scunthorpe. So the, the match against Birmingham when they get there is going to be possibly be quite important yeah. for you know to avoid the which I would love to do. Please. I think I think the psychological thing for Birmingham would be to just avoid finishing bottom, wouldn't it? Yeah. you don't want that. You don't want that to really. You don't want that. Right there. Berry could surprise me that they've been so poor. Yeah, they have been a little bit. They've mm-hmm. not been not been convincing. They've had some big wins. I mean, they obviously they beat Birmingham convincingly on the opening mm-hmm. night of the season, and they've beaten Edinburgh convincingly. They've beaten uh, Oxford convincingly as well, but. The rest of the results at home have been very patchy. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a, we'll have a look at the um, the top four or top six now, which is Leicester. They're obviously in Glasgow. You you've got a side they're safe now. You would have thought probably the same for Paul. Plymouth and Edinburgh are both on twenty five points. Plymouth tw- thirteen matches and Edinburgh fifteen. Then you've got Redcar on twenty three with fourteen matches. And Scunthorpe with 22 on 14 matches. I mean, those 
all sorts of stuff could happen around those two places. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's it's three of the five, isn't it? Mm. It's five, five teams still in it. They are, you know, with the best will in the world, and Birmingham aren't going to muscle their way into the. No, we no. We it's need. not. It's not impossible, but you you don't think it's very likely. No, now. It, it it doesn't. No. <laughs> um. Yeah, it is. It is against. I mean, I don't. I don't think Oxford's got much of a chance either. To be honest, now. Yeah, Oxford, and that, they're o- another one that surprised me. A little yeah, bit. I thought Oxford would have been higher up than that. Mm. I um, suppose they've got the, the the fact that they haven't got any home track advantage as well. When they've lost three home matches this season, so mm. one of them to us. Yeah, strangely. Uh, no, they've lost. To, they've lost to Birmingham. They've lost to uh, to Glasgow. They've lost to Leicester. Uh, they've lost to Poole as well. So. Mm. So I think the Birmingham one obviously was the big surprise of the probably a bigger surprise to us, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest. But no shocks at the top there, then really. No, but I, I mean it's very competitive. Mm. Uh, um, I mean Leicester are they favourites to win the thing? Well, I... because of the home advantage. Possibly, yeah. You know they've they've picked up five away wins in fairness as well. So, mm-hmm. but they do. Absolutely massacre people at home, don't they? And yep. That's the big danger, I suppose. Yep. Um, Should we have a look at the uh, at the NDL as well? I let's mean, give the NDL a look. Yep. Yep. That's uh, uh, that's taken a bit of a time to get going. I think though the uh, this is very slow at Plymouth, by the way. Yeah. Berwick top of that league on twenty three, ten <laughs> Leicester twenty from eight, Oxford thirteen from seven, Bellevue twelve from seven. Kentov, I mean, look at Kent, I mean, Kent have only had four matches this mm-hmm. season. Berwick have had ten, so, and we're in July. So. Um, but at the moment, I mean, that looks a two-horse race, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, very. Why yeah. have Kent only played four? Is that due to weather or what? Why would you only? Why? I don't know. That's quite a, quite That's a difference quite a bit, between quite a difference. four and ten. I mean, Armadale have only had five matches, and Mildenhall mm. have only had. Five matches as well. I think so. that was a late start for all of them, wasn't it? Yeah. It tends to start quite later, doesn't it, the mm. uh, NDL? Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's a shame, really, because the NDL four or five years ago was probably the strongest league of the of the three, wasn't it? But it's sort of lost a bit of sparkle, I think, in the last few years. It's just, you know, it's lost, it's lost Birmingham, it's lost Cradley, it's, it's lost... Uh, yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's not. It's, I think Mildenhall's the only standalone club now, isn't it? Well, Kent as well. Uh, Kent, yes, yeah. of course. Um, which great little track, Kent. Have you have you been to? I've it? never been there. No. It's a lovely little track. I love it. Good, good racing as well. You should go. Okay, so I mean, what are we saying at the moment? You think Berwick's the favourites? I think, or is it Leicester yet again? Because of. I mean, actually, to be fair, Berwick's got quite a decent home track advantage as well, yeah, hasn't yeah. it? So that might be an interesting. Uh, that might be an interesting little. Has uh, it ever happened battle. before where, like, say, one club has won both leagues? You know, like Leicester. I think Leicester did it, didn't they? Mm. Oh right, okay. I think Leicester did it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay, so, so it has so been done. Yeah. It has yeah. been done. Yeah. Could happen again then. Even Paul have managed to do it. So no. No. Well, there we go. Yeah. Um, right, is there any more comments to go before um, we start yeah. looking at the uh, Nigel Pearson? Uh, that's the word. Okay. Uh, egg risk guesting for Plymouth at Brum tomorrow. I don't think that's any. 
great worry for us, is it? <laughs> and I believe it's the break at uh, Plymouth versus okay. Bromish. Yeah, so we'll, we'll be so. printing that on Norwich Rishi's pit board tomorrow night. So. <laughs> 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 but, but we're countering with Josh Pick- Pickering, yeah. that's, uh, that's <laughs> I, I think of the two, I know which one I would prefer sure. to have. That's really yeah. what I meant. Oh, this um, keeps popping up. This oh, this oh apparently Brum had a heat advantage in heat twelve. Stop, Stop the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're, we're coming back from now. You've Just seen need three more first. now. So. Yeah, you've seen it here first. Um, it's not not updated on Speedway update. So shh. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> updated probably fell off the chair. Yeah. yeah. So onto our tables. Uh, yep. Simon Corbett's on one three. Gaza says Leicester to win the championship and go into the Premiership. Mm, not not so sure, sure about that. I'm not so sure. To they, be honest, they've dipped their toe in before, and I think they got burnt a bit, didn't they? Yeah. I think losing the Saturday nights, Bennett did uh, did for Leicester in the top league. Yeah, yeah. So Simon's at the top. Uh, Steve Morgan followed by Andrew Garner, Ben Clifton, Chris Brown. Who? Chris Brown. Who? And MacBook in six, the rest aren't worth talking about. It's actually quite, that middle pack's quite uh, tight. quite tight, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then you get the 17th. And yeah. Yeah. Duncan's on one, two, three, by the way, not one, two, two, but still in the same place. Oh, uh, right, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Simon's pulled away a little bit. Yeah. He's, been, he's been at the top all, the to- all, all through, hasn't he? Though? He's been at the top for two years. Yeah, I know, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I think he's a robot. Right, well, we've got right. a few matches to get through. Yes, yeah, so let's, let's get on with it then. Uh, anybody out there, you can all take part. Uh, put your scores up on the chat box. It doesn't matter whether you've done it before or not. You're still going to beat me. Yep. Um, give it a go. It's fun. So they tell me. Yeah. <laughs> it's full at the top. I know yeah. that. And I can't read any of those. That's far too. Well, I've got them written down here. Okay, so we'll go on. So let's go for the first one. Oxford um, against Berwick. I think we're starting with. Chris to that? Yeah, could I think be. so, yeah. It could be. Oxford v Berwick, yeah. Tactical, tactical, though. Uh, Oxford versus Berwick. I'll go Berwick by 12. It's at Oxford, by the way. Oxford versus Berwick, OK. Well, You've just seen the league table. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm going to say Oxford by 10. It's got to be a shock somewhere. I've gone Oxford by 14. Okay, okay. And the next match. Pool against Glasgow. Be a Ooh, Glasgow fans of the chances, won't they, really? Yeah. All form. You would think so. Um, it's up to me, and I'm actually going to say Glasgow by six. It's up to you. I've gone Glasgow by four on that one. Ooh, okay, I'll go Paul by two. Okay, that could go either way. Really Paul's could. form isn't great either. So, okay, next up is Birmingham against Plymouth. That's the return of tonight's match. And it's it's for you. I've gone for Birmingham by four. Chris, I'll go Plymouth by eight. I'm going to say Birmingham by six. Must win, isn't it, really, for Birmingham? Mm-hmm. Simon Corbett's gone Brum by ten, so that's uh, so we're definitely going to win. Cause you know, let's just, well, let's just hope it's, it's as entertaining as the last time Plymouth came to Perry Bar, because yeah. that was an absolute cracker, it was, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Next up, we're going to the top league. It's Ipswich against Bellevue. Chris? Mm, I'll go... Uh, that's going to be a cracking meeting as Ipswich well, Ipswich by six. I'm going to go for a draw. I've gone Bellevue by two. I could go either way, that mm. one. Okay, next. Kingsland against Peterborough. Well, Peterborough, it's a must win for Peterborough, isn't it? Yeah. Really. 
Um, I'm actually going to say Peterborough by four. Yeah, I've gone same. Peterborough okay. by four. Have you got the Have you got the mix up there a bit? Nope. What did you just say then? Kingsland versus Peterborough. Oh, it's got it's got on here. Kingsland versus Wolverhampton. Just Kingsland v Wolves. Sorry. Ah, oh, oh, I see. Do so I have to keep an eye on him, Mike. You, know what I mean? yeah, you certainly have to. Right, can we? Can we? Can we? Right. So that's that's obviously going to be Kings Kingsland by thirty points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I can't. I was, I'm going to say the same. Yeah, I've said the same as well. Uh, Kings Lynn by six. Okay, he's going to slip. He's going to slip this week, isn't he? Yeah, that's some shock ones. Okay, next up we've got uh, Sheffield against Peterborough. That was the match that I uh, mixed up with. Uh, Sheffield versus Peterborough. My shout, I believe. No, it it's is. not. It's your shout. Huh? I've gone Sheffield by ten. I'll go Sheffield by six. Sheffield by 12. Okay, okay. Glasgow against Berwick. Glasgow against Berwick. Uh, who's this one? It's down to you, Chris. Uh, Glasgow by 8. Glasgow by 20. I've gone Glasgow by 18. Okay. okay, okay. Next up, Redcar against Leicester. Uh, and that's down to me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say red car by two. I've gone red car by eight. I'll go middle for diddle, red car by six. Okay, Armadale against Kent in the NDL. Mm. And this is down to you. I've gone Kent by ten. Uh, I'll go Kent by fourteen. Just because I need to try and pick some points up, I'm going to go Armadale by two. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Okay. Staying in the NDL, it's Bellevue against Mildenhall. Go on then, Chris. Bellevue versus Mildenhall. I'll go uh, Bellevue by six. Bellevue by four. I've gone Bellevue by eight. Next up is Leicester against Edinburgh. Mm, uh, that's me, isn't it? Uh, I'm going to say Leicester by twelve. Gone Leicester by ten. I'll go Leicester by eight. Okie doke. Berwick against Redcar is next up. This is the uh, quarterfinal of the Knockout Cup. That's going to be an interesting. That's going to be interesting. Uh, is it me? You? No, it's Matt. Berwick by six, I've gone. Uh, I'll go Berwick by 12. Mm. I'm going to say yeah, I'm going to say Berwick by six as well, actually. That's going to make for an interesting first and second leg, isn't it? Well, that is the second leg, actually. Sorry. Oh, okay. It is the second leg, yeah. Next up, back in the NDL, it's Leicester against Armadale. Leicester against Armadale, and that's up to you, Chris. Uh, Leicester by 12. Leicester by 16. Leicester by 28. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Mm. Well, second V, bottom, isn't it, sir? Mm. Okay. Okay. And then it's uh, Mildenhall against Armadale is the next one. And that's down to me. I'm going to say Mouldy by 16 again. I've gone for... What did I go for? I went for Mildenhall by 24. I'll go... Not an Armadale fan, then. Not, well, it's too tough, mate. It's one, mm. isn't it? I'll go Mildenhall by 20. OK. OK, next round of the Premiership pair, so we won't be doing that one. Uh, Plymouth against Poole, Jubilee League. That's on uh, next Tuesday. Mm. Oh, it's up to you, Matt. Draw. Mm, interesting. I'll go uh, 
Paul by four. I'm going to say Plymouth by two. We've all gone with totally different results yeah. there. Yep. That's interesting. And the last one, Oxford against Birmingham. That's Oxford. Yes. Oxford versus Birmingham. Yeah. It's up to you, Chris. Uh, Oxford by 12. It's very difficult, isn't it? Because it just de- it depends very much on what who's riding, yeah. basically, guests-wise. Um, so I'm going to say, because we've, we've done it before, I'm going to say Oxford, sorry, Birmingham by two. Just because hope springs eternal and nobody else is going to do it, so that's it. <laughs> right. Okay, uh, sure. that's it, yep. Yep. Yeah, it's, I went for Oxford by eight on that one. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, I did tell. I did warn <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. He did, yeah. I did warn <laughs> you. <That's what laughs> did uh, open the door, please. All <laughs> <clears throat> right, there we go. Mm-hmm. So keep the comments coming for the last eight minutes. Uh, I would like uh, people's thoughts on what I spoke about. At the beginning, I tried to be a little bit cryptic, but I'm obviously talking about the pools, uh, the, the Plymouth situation, and Mr. Um, Ken- one, Edward Kennett. Edward Kennett, that's the word, that's the word on, uh, who'd retired and then came back and did one heat and was injured and hasn't been seen of since, and they've, they've gone guest, 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 guest. I mean, you could say, you could say Birmingham have done something similar. Uh, sorry to say the comeback is off. Uh, Plymouth 5-1 in 13 and Paco excluded in 14 and young James struggling, so expecting a 5-1 in 14. Uh, well. Yeah, we will have a look in uh, 47 Thursday. But week after week after week, their guest top scores for them. Yeah. I mean, they're in a difficult position, I understand Well, that, they are. But... I mean, you know, you, at the end of the day, you can't blame Plymouth for it. They're just taking advantage of the rules, mm-hmm. aren't they? So... Mm-hmm. Um, it's really the rule that's, uh, that's the fault with that. I mean, but a lot of people have said over the years guests are a, are a necessary evil in, in Speedway. But. Well, they are at the moment, for sure, because, I mean, people talk about doing the, the, the uh, squad system thing, I know, but the, we've spoke about that before, but the riders aren't not there to do it. No. You'd have people, you'd have riders doubling up in the squads yeah. <laughs> well you can't ride for them tonight you're riding for us against them well that's yeah. it sir <laughs> I mean that yeah uh, does anybody know why Craig Cook withdrew from guesting at Kings Lynn last night I heard answers you. on a postcard yeah, I, I, yeah. Heard, I heard something on the lines that he was ill or something I right. don't know that's uh... he was unwell apparently uh, could explain his poor meeting for the GP yeah possibly yeah um, there was something else there that I wanted that to speak about. Tra- uh, track oh. is worse than Brum last season, and that's saying something. Um, which track is worse? Plymouth. Plymouth. I would imagine so. Right. Uh, last night, Craig Cook was first guest at number one for Everson. Yet Cook is a second string at Sheffield, averaging five point six. Strange. Mm. It's possibly that it was the only person available. <laughs> this happens, doesn't it? Uh, Simon says it's a fast that riders can ride in all three leagues. That's what the riders want, though. They want the extra meetings, don't they? And you can't Wouldn't blame them for that. Uh, if I was a rider, I'd do it. So yeah, that's yeah. why that's why the riders don't want doubling up got rid of because they want the extra meetings. And to be honest, from the rider side of it, you can't blame them. No, you can't. Um, but perhaps there needs to be some sort of control on it. Um, pack attacks, attacks, stops in heat fifth fourteen when we have already lost. And gets excluded. And gets excluded. 
Only in Speedway. Mm-hmm. Probably didn't fancy coming up against Zagar. Had a bad meeting last week for Sheffield. <laughs> did most of the team. Hasn't rode well at Bellevue of the last season, says Craig Smith. Yeah, I mean, he was part of the furniture at Bellevue, wasn't he, Craig Cooks? Yeah, yeah. For quite a few years. Um, he felt hard done by when they got rid of him, as I remember. Yeah. Um, he's not the easiest of characters. He's complex. He's a complex he's a, character, isn't he? I mean, he has mm. had, you know, he has had his issues. Obviously, I think people are are aware of that. Yeah, but he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I, he doesn't hold himself well when he's walking around the track, and I noticed. And you know, uh, I'm, that's not a criticism; it's an observation. Yeah, you know. Um, and as you say, he has had his problems, but he is very complex and. Yeah, with the Polish rules being relaxed next season, hopefully some big names will start to come back, although that would mean admission would go through the roof. Well, you wonder whether that might well happen anyway with the mm. uh, with the cost of living going up. So. Yeah, that's another thing. and yeah. Yeah. I think that there is connections between that and the, the Claus Vissing situation. Yeah. Um, from what that's I've that's, that's the aware. whisper that I've, mm. that I've heard, yeah. I know that. So, um, hey-ho. Well, I think we've well, come, we're almost we, we, there. Yeah, yeah so yeah, I, th- yeah. I think uh, there's not a lot else to talk about tonight. Um, yeah. Crowd at Wolves have not been great the past couple of weeks. No, no they haven't been. That's wasn't, sad to say. Wasn't, uh, wasn't a great crowd against Ipswich, I don't think. Mm. It was a decent crowd. I think it's, it's certainly the sort of crowd I think Nigel Tolly would like at Perry Yes, Hall, but, I was going to say mm, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange because only a, a few weeks ago you were saying how good the crowds were. The crowds have been brilliant to Wolves over the last couple yeah. of years, but they haven't, they haven't been as good the, the last couple of weeks. I will say that. And I think we'll probably finish with this um, this this comment. Klaus is just a clown. Never seemed interested from the off. I think we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Uh, said Dylan Spuddy Hodgetts. I'll make that clear. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you again, everybody. Hope you're all still with us at the end of this heat wave. Yep. Try and stay cool. Stay cool. Keep drinking and have a good uh, Speedway week. See you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.